Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon? Jonah Hill as Penguin? Uh, I mean Riddler? Uh, I mean $10 million for Jonah Hill? And also WB issues a statement about the Joker today on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now. Here's Popcorn Talks DC Movie News. Oh, you don't know oh, it's so your weird hand to hear. In. It's also it's in DC, and my brain was like, because I'm used to hearing Marvel Movie News for years. Well, you're, okay, okay, let so me teach show, you our way. Show me your ways. So you got to put your hand in, okay. and then we kind of like blow it up. Okay. Uh, that's really the extent the whole, of it. That's the whole bit. To be honest, you gave uh, it a lot more preface than well, a fist bump. It's a. It seemed like a cooler ritual for the past four and a half years that we've been doing when it. When it's instinctive, I'm sure it's very cool. But mm. when it's explained, it's like explaining a joke. You feel yeah. awkward about it it's when you're just... like, and then you blow it up. Mm. Okay, oh, there, there it is. We yeah. Okay, there, you, and we're Ryan back at the game. Here we are, everybody, for DC Movie News. I am Roxy Stryer, and I am not alone. Even though I have been ditched by both Adam and Mike, they don't love me anymore. It's totally fine. But we are here with the amazing, the comic talented, ridiculously featured on Kevin Smith's socials and <laughs> podcast. It's Koyjandro. How's it going? I'm so excited like, to be here. Uh, should I call him uh, Kevin Smith's best friend, or is yes. that too much? I'm gonna t- I'm gonna, it's canon. It's it, head canon. I mean, literally, you are on every single Marvel DC comic book show right now, from comic book shopping to everything you do. You are being recognized by the guy, which is uh, Kevin da- freaking Smith right now. You have no right idea now. what that felt like. Um, and I found you on the street and made you, you come did? onto the show. I just, the, the photo of me, like, found, I was on the other side of this brick wall, and Kevin was like, you should do this DC show. I was like, okay, Kevin, for you. But here's what happened, guys. I feel like we've had very slow news weeks because there's been a lot going on in Marvel's camp with the Spidey negotiations yeah. and whatnot. But then Koi was like, yeah, I'll come on. And the comic book gods listened and were like, <laughs> we're going to give you guys a ton to talk Two about. Two-hour show. Week. So uh, that's what we're going to do in this uh, amazing four-and-a-half-hour uh, show. Release the DC cut. So everybody uh, pee now because... We're going to get serious. Or forever hold your peace. Forever hold your peace. P now or forever hold your your P. This is, we're killing it with the fist bump and the lack of puns. I got it. Frankly, we've lost our audience. Our producer in the booth, Ryan Nelson, is not impressed with us right now. I have to uh, guess that. Someone in the live chat has shipped us as Coxie, and I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, Well, I don't understand how you could have any other feeling than yes. Coxie. Yes, we are Coxie, and we are here to stay. Guys, tons of news today. Yes, about Joker, also about Batman casting and Birds of Prey, and of course, we got some TV time, which is always my favorite, but let's jump right into this with Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon, because it is not confirmed, but it is looking highly likely. I say highly likely because 
whenever the Hollywood reporters of the world start to post something, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. There's money involved. For they sure. They can get sued. Yeah, so they've got to be, like, kind of accurate yeah. about this. They say that they're targeting right now, that Batman is targeting Jeffrey Wright. Uh, so that's definitely coming from somewhere. If this is true, Coy... Are you into this casting? He's got gravitas, which is so important when you're standing next to a man in a bat suit. He's intelligent, so he's got a certain amount of I will believe him saying things that no one else should be able to say, and Commissioner Gordon has a lot of those lines, and he's perpetually tired looking, which Commissioner Gordon must be. Uh, I'm a big fan of Jeffrey Wright. His, like, his war torn, like, like he always just seems a little broken but really smart about it, and I think that's Commissioner Gordon. I'm into it. Pausing for a second. He looks tired all the time. All the you? time. Both Commissioner Gordon, Gordon and Jeffrey Wright. Wright. When they announced this, someone someone mentioned how tired. Look at that. I'm looking. Both of these men, right. very tired. Give me, a, give me a zoom in on the the tired. Look eyes. at all the fur. Look Let's at both see. of them. Look uh, at the brows of those beaten men. They've both seen too much. I, I, it's like okay. You ever go to take your headshots and they say this could just be a me thing. <laughs> you're you're too wide eyed. So oh, you got to give that smolder. Mm, well, I, I'm always like I can't see because the sun's bright and I have green eyes. No, they tell you to look, like, for me, it's always like, mm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Squint a little more, look a little more confused and sexy. He's confused and sexy. I get the, you're three years old and open your, like they do the one, two, three, open your eyes thing. So I always look alarmed like the photo we took because I did picture face. Okay, that was my fault. <laughs> so uh, before the show started inside baseball for a second, I said, okay, Koi, ready? And uh, give give me pic. Be a picture person. Be a picture person. I don't know what that means. Hosting words. lingo. This is so, how it's done. But I think I'm Jeffrey Wright's got the he's got the, he's got the um the worldliness. I think that's what it really boils down to. I'm with you completely. But this is what spun off of Jeffrey Wright possibly being cast. Everybody's saying, "Wow, now we know the Batman is not in the DCEU," which kind of surprised me that headlines were being made about that because what did. What did you guys think did you was guys happening the last with wave of Pattinson casting? What he's just with Gal Gadot, like, hey, don't remember that other guy. I'm 20 years younger and much thinner. I just don't understand why casting Jeffrey Wright would be would the, be the catalyst. Yeah, because they're like, that's not J.K. Simmons at all. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> he, he's back in Spider Man. What's going on? So, do you were you under the impression that when they cast Pattinson, that he was actually supposed to be a young Batfleck? It's a year two movie. There's no way he's gonna tie into Batman. That's a make I don't why I, continuity that like I don't know. I don't know. For me, this is super duper uh, along the lines of a Battenson casting where it's like we're just gonna pick the best actors for this movie. Right. So that we can make a good movie. And then we'll get back to you guys if that movie ever appears in any other multiverse uh, infinite I think earth. They need thing. to separate. As much as they can. I think these separate movies are doing really well. I think the Joker is going to be really unique because it doesn't have to be anything else. I think the Battinson situation needs to be its own identity. I think they should they should build a universe slowly 
mm-hmm. should like rebuild the universe. I think keep the things that work and shift the things that don't. I would love to see Robert Pattinson in Shazam, and I don't know what's happening with Henry Cavill. I want him back. I want Man of Steel too more than most things. But I'm I don't know where today, it's... Coy. You're ready for Man I'm of ready. Steel too. I'm ready. But I don't know if any of that's going to happen, and I don't think that Jeffrey Wright was the big catalyst of like, oh, now, oh, now. it's not involved. Well, I, I do think a lot of people, and right now in the chat, by the way, 1 p.m. Pacific time every single Friday, you can join us on Popcorn Talks YouTube. People in the chat are saying that people thought Pattinson was Ben Affleck when he was younger. Satema just said that, uh, and I've seen a couple other comments about it as well. So I, I think that this is a interesting point because the two of them look super duper nothing alike. Yeah. Like actually could not, I mean, they both have brownish hair. Uh, and white skin. It's about it. But that it's about it. Wouldn't be. It, it's not like they picked somebody, and I was like, oh, that looks like a young Ben Affleck, right? It didn't. And look they could like have. Him. Yeah, they absolutely. If that was, remember the rumors like three years ago when they were saying they're going to make a year one movie with him like bookending it. Mm-hmm. There was that rumor for like six months where they were going to have Ben Affleck tell the story of an origin that's going to like soft reboot, but that got squashed for years. For years. So when this got the announced, I just thought like, oh, cool, Jeffrey Wright. I didn't tie it into any prior notion of what the movie was going to be. I agree. I agree. So I think that this is great casting. I like your breakdown of what Commissioner Gordon has to be uh, in those tired, sultry He's eyes. He's just so weathered. Uh, he should be. He should be. And but then it at only this gets point, worse. At this point, should he be that weathered? I think that Jeffrey Wright can only get more weathered. No, what? I'm saying with Batflick uh, being gone, you know, that was the weathering. Bat- well, that's like broken. Bat- that's past weathered. We- oh, okay. That's like, there's, okay, there's being weathered, like you're you're a ship that exists and you're weathered. He's like perfect storm weathered. Like, you're barely hanging on to the, like, the Weymouth port. Like, that's that's when you're, you know, deep, deep Batfleck. What a cut. I, just, I went there. Damn. That was, it felt I'm not right. mad at it. But this is not the <laughs> only, pride. for sure, this is not the only casting rumor. It seems to be the most set in stone, but there's also been a lot of talk about Jonah Hill this week. So initially, when we were hearing that Jonah Hill might be in this movie, we were hearing as Penguin. I think that we made it up as a society. He's never been Penguin. Because we were like, oh, uh, that looks wise might make more 2013 sense. 2013 looks wise. Yeah, He's been thin for a while, well, guys. Yes, excuse me. I watched Gotham till the very end. So, uh. Trust me, I know a I mean, thing Jonah or two Hill. about. Oh, I'm, ta- I'm <laughs> you talking about fictional. I'm with the actor. I was oh, like, I'm, he wasn't on I'm, No, I'm like, Penguin's been thin for a minute. Okay, <laughs> both of them have been skinny for a minute. But now we're hearing Riddler, except they're still in talks because rumor has it that Jonah Hill is asking for more than Robert Pattinson is making. He's asking for ten mil on this movie. A, does he deserve that? B, do you even want to see him as Riddler or Penguin or in this movie in general? I don't want him to be the Penguin because I think that's lazy casting. And I think that lazy casting gets lazy movies. Uh, I see the Riddler in this take. If they do Jonah Hill as like a narcissistic, egoist, kind of a, a Mark Zuckerberg, a person that's over-intelligent so he gets bored. Like like someone in math class. Like I was awful at school because I got really bored because I just was like, okay, here's the work. I don't want to show the work. Here, teacher, this is the answer. Leave me alone. I feel like that would be the, the Riddler. He's smarter than everyone. And Batman's his only challenge. So he outsmarts all the police, which is why it's good to have Jeffrey Wright as someone like capable. Having a good police force will be a good detective movie. And then you have a Riddler that's smarter than Batman, but gets bored because no one can solve his riddles. So he's just this egoist. And I think Jonah Hill could play like a Mark Zuckerberg, Jesse Eisenberg kind of 
that Riddler. But do you I think don't... that based off his previous movies like yeah. a Moneyball, or do you think that just because he's a good actor and you haven't seen anything exactly in that realm, but you think he might be able to pull it off? I'd say Moneyball meets his newfound like prowess in directing, like mid-90s. He's gotten like a groundedness underneath him. He's got a worldliness underneath him. Can we talk uh, about how good that movie was so for point two seconds? Just, it's so good. No, nobody saw the it. The framing and everything, all the that choices. Movie was excellent. It, it felt like a Richard Linklater film, and it was his debut. I know. When you debut with a Linklater caliber film, like mid-90s is, is so good. Uh, Although, but, you know who debuted with a Linklater caliber film? Linklater. True. Richard Linklater. Mm-hmm. Himself. True. Uh, so Jonah Hill like and War Dogs. Uh, what else? What, like War Dogs and Onward. I feel like he's played that I kind of War like Dogs too, hyper-intelligent character. Yeah. Uh, so And he's also thinner and I feel like if you're going to go Joker, which has been the rumor forever, you make him different. We don't need another skinny guy in a skin-tight suit. We don't want another... If we're going to go Joker? Oh, sorry. See, this is what happens. Riddler. Oh, you I don't want say, another. we're pulling out another I, there's Joker! Another, there's an, he's playing the Joker. Oh, no, we don't want another skin-tight Jim Carrey you know because everyone will compare it but can i say all right i'm hearing a lot of what you're saying Mm -hmm. and i get it but i kind of feel like he'd be the perfect penguin and i'm sorry but it's not lazy to me because if it works it works you know but you know when you look at somebody and you're like you could play this character and then you're calling it lazy casting and i'm just saying that you're doing the justice for the character like he he would the hook nose he doesn't have that's what we have prosthetics for (laughs) we don't have to hire somebody with a hook nose he's not big he's not like like the penguin has a a, he's a short statured large presence somebody didn't watch gotham i did not (laughs) I will own it right now, Internet. I did not watch Gotham. Joke's on you. But Jonah Hill in in, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. I'm not saying because he's chubby. (laughs) Because he... Here's the thing. He He actually... Yeah, he fluctuates like a a freaking... Like a Christian Bale. So actually, I started talking before I thought of things that fluctuate. (laughs) um, And then got really scared I was going to throw in something bad there. I had you. I was ready. All of a sudden, I was going to pick like a person's name. And that was really (laughs) rough. Like a friend from high school, maybe. Yeah, Don't call out names. Fluctuates like a Carly. Yeah. Sorry to all you Carlys out there. First name only. Uh, (laughs) So he does fluctuate a lot. Period. Not like anything else. Just fluctuates. <laughs> I feel like he easily could put on weight or lose weight. But to me, being heavy set is not a huge part of who Penguin is. Mm-hmm. I don't need a heavy set Penguin, so I don't need Jonah Hill to put on weight for this. I just think he's got that vibe, that attitude, and he pulls it off seamlessly in performances like Moneyball. I think he does a good job. But when he was nominated for an Oscar, I was like. I don't think that was an Oscar-worthy performance. It was an Oscar anyway. movie. Like, yeah. they kind of just, it was lumped in. So I feel like he gets a lot of credit for that, and he and he totally pulled it off. But I wasn't watching it like, watching I wasn't watching it like, that's what we got to see him in more. I like when he uh, is a more Penguin-type person as opposed to Riddler. I think his Oscar for Wolf of Wall Street was deserved. But that is still not Penguin-y. Like, to me, Penguin's like a Ray Winstone type. Like a mafia guy that has these things that make him penguin-like, but he's at his core of a mob boss. Like he's got the, like the, the 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 umbrella doesn't work if it's used for comedy. If you make that a shtick, then that leans out of it. So if you have Jonah Hill, that's going to become a joke. And if you're trying to make a detective movie, casting Jonah Hill in a character that's that close to being a joke, I don't think works. You got to go more serious and have him play more of the Wolf of Wall Street character with comedic moments. I would do. And you don't think as a Riddler he's going to become more of a joke? I think as the Riddler he'd play him like Calendar Man. 
I think what they're going to do is make a Calendar Man long Halloween story and make the Riddler into Calendar Man because the Riddler's more marketable. You can sell more toys of the Riddler than you can Calendar Man. So instead of doing it around days of the year, you do it around Riddles. I mean, it's Calendar Man. But you do it around Riddles. So you sell the character because it's a known property, but you do the long Halloween story and you cast someone like Jonah Hill. But let me ask you this because we are, we've been hearing a lot about Rogue's Gallery and how many villains yeah. are going to be in this movie. If Jonah Hill is asking for $10 million to be, into a lot of other to be the Riddler, <laughs> are we thinking that he's going to be the main villain and the rest of the people are going to make five minute appearances and we're just going to world build for future movies? Or are you thinking that he's going to be one of several big villains in this and he's asking for that kind of budget? I think he's kind of the ringleader. I think he's the Palpatine. He's pulling strings. He, I think he does a series of riddles that leads Batman to Arkham. And Arkham's where you have all the villains, but then you find out the Riddler's been like pulling the strings. I would so, rather see Riddler pull strings than Penguin. R- yeah, so that, that sort of thing. I'll give him that. Because then you can throw in like Killer Croc and Ventriloquist and all. Like his rogues gallery is crazy, but none of them are leaders. And then if you want to do like a legacy character, then you did the War of Jokes and Riddles where you have the Joker now on purpose uh, and Riddler and like those characters butting heads once you've established him. Okay. Uh, let's check him in the chat for a second because we've got thoughts in here. Boochtron says, I'm a fan of Jonah hill but not sure if i see him as either i mean that's definitely a possibility not having him in the movie in general (laughs) uh casey says don't forget jonah hill in wolf of wall street koi you brought that up Uh, i i prefer that performance to moneyball uh i think that's what i look for again the when i was talking about the oscar comment it was related to moneyball nightshade holloway says david dalsmachian would make a decent riddler but he's gonna be in suicide squad polka dot man maybe I keep saying that, but do we have a confirmation, we don't have confirmation. on that? And I'm like twitching because David's a friend, so I've been trying to get him I to like. Him. I, he's so rad. He's such a. Doll. I want him to just, and I don't want to. I don't want to like scoop it. I just want him to be able to say it, so then I can talk about it. Yeah. Like I want to have a conversation with him about whoever he's playing. If it's Polka Dot Man or like Henchman Seven, I want to talk about it. This is the question that I've been having though. That Seattle Ko says, does Jonah Hill really have top billing like that? Do you feel like Jonah Hill has so much more than Robert Pattinson does? I feel like Pattinson has more, like, the, the age demographic clout. I feel like Jonah Hill is popular, but I don't know if he's top-billing $10 million popular. I don't know who's making $10 million right now. But I feel like Grammy, this is how I judge things, what my what my 92-year-old grandmother knows and what my 23-year-old sister knows, right? Yeah. And I feel like my little <laughs> sister knows both those people, but I think my Grammy might only know Jonah Hill. I don't know if she has any idea who then Robert that's Pattinson something. is. That's definitely like that market. You're trying to get every age that's how I judge things. I mean, that's fair. My grandma called me and asked who Thanos was, and that was the moment I knew the nerds had won. Right before Infinity War, she's like, who's this Thanos? And I was like, ho, 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 ho. I like have that conversation. This Thanos. Did you answer? Oh, yeah, we had a long talk. It was like a 40-minute conversation. Unbelievable. Speaking of conversations that need to be had, WB felt like they need to have a conversation about what's going on with Joker. Obviously, this is a uh, an issue that we've been addressing for quite some time now. We don't like to make this show super political, but WB had to issue a statement on this because people have been talking about whether or not this movie is going to uh, cause people to be violent after what happened with Dark Knight. Um, There was uh, in Aurora, the Aurora shooting, they're worried that there's going to be a shooting around the Joker film in a movie theater, and Warner Brothers has been talked to by many of the parents from that shooting, as well as just fans of DC in general that are saying that this is the responsibility of theirs and the creators, including uh, Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix, to make sure that they're not putting something out there that is going to cause something like this. Again, this is not my personal uh, sentiment on it. That's what the concern has been. So Warner Brothers released a statement addressing this. It says... 
Gun violence in our society is a critical issue, and we extend our deepest sympathy to all victims and families impacted by these tragedies. Our company has a long history of donating to victims of violence, including Aurora, and in recent weeks, our parent company joined other business leaders to call on uh, policymakers to enact bipartisan legislation to address this epidemic. At the same time, Warner Bros. believes that one of the functions of storytelling is to provoke difficult conversations around complex issues. Make no mistake, neither the fictional character Joker nor the film is an endorsement of real world violence of any kind. It is not the intention of the film, the filmmakers, or the studio to hold this character up as a hero. Which is something that I think that you and I both are aware of that nobody's ever trying to make this character into a hero. What do you think about this specific statement? Do you feel like they did a good job addressing this? Do you feel like they even need to make this statement? I feel like with this particular movie, there was enough pressure they they felt like they had to and I'm glad they didn't not because that gives the people that are demanding a statement more ground to be like, they didn't even make a statement. So I feel like when you're a mega mega corporation like this, you need to have at least something out there. Uh, I think it was it was handled well. Um, I my my difficulty is it's the same people that are upset like when you blame video games for gun violence and those people are like, no, video games are fine, but then the next thing it's like the movie's causing it. It's like, no, the movie's not causing it. Like we've we've in this tricky, like super polarizing partisan mentality in the country right now that no one's ever happy with how anyone handles anything. No matter what statement Warner Brothers made or didn't make, no one's going to be pleased with it. And no matter what people do about censorship, no one's going to be happy. No matter what people do about violence, no one's going to be happy. And Todd Phillips coming out and having his statement saying, like, you know, John Wick, he killed all those people and no one mad at him. Like, that's a tricky position to take and no one's going to be happy with that position either. No matter what, violence is a part of cinema. No matter what, violence is a part of art. And art is... In my in my opinion, art is whatever makes you feel something. When you look at a piece of art and you feel that's good art. If you look at a movie and you feel it good or bad, that's good art. So the movie's going to be polarizing because, to me, I haven't seen it. It's good art. Whether or not it causes violence, I don't. I don't think it's it's Joaquin Phoenix's responsibility to have a statement about a piece of art he made. Um, people are are problematic, and that's not on Joaquin or Todd Phillips. How they handle those situations is on them, but them making the art itself isn't on them. I have a really hard time with this, too, Coy, because I feel like to make the jump between if if there is a shooting of somebody who is a Joker fan or has seen Joker in any film, that it is the filmmaker's fault for that shooting, to me, is just such a you're connecting dots that we don't even know are there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's taking out of account all the other things that's happened in that person's life Yeah, from how they were parented to how they were treated in school to any trauma or, uh, and I will say it, mental illness, whatever it is to, to put that on Todd Phillips or Joaquin Phoenix or Warner Brothers, to me, is I, I don't know how you can make that leap to call yeah. that solely that. But at the same time, I understand why people are asking this question and bringing up this concern. Personally, I feel really lucky that I'm going to a press screening of this because there's added security. Right. And I am somebody who gets nervous about these things. But not just with this movie. Everything. All movies. There was a, I went to the premiere of Hobbs and Shaw and there was a, a, a slight electrical fire in the row behind me. So it was like seven people from me. And my fight or flight's awful. Like, I just stayed, I was watching the movie. I know. Like, I just let it happen. And that, that terrifies me that, like, that people had that instinct that this might be an attack, this might be something violent. Yeah, I'm glad that Warner Brothers released a statement. I think that they did a pretty good job with it. I'm glad that they are donating their money 
and their time and they're doing the things. And I don't think that this is on Warner Brothers. This is on the world right now. This is on and certainly on the United States right now to yeah. figure this out. And it's I don't believe should be on Todd Phillips to not make work based off of a character that's existed for decades. I, d- and I also don't think it's fair to censor art because like what's the where's the line? Like if we're if we're looking at things that affect people, things are supposed to affect people. We can't control how it affects individuals. Like you were saying, everything that led to the point in their life that got them to that point. We can't just have nothing content wise. Or by the way, then we shouldn't allow them to make the movie in the first place because a movie like what was it called the hunt yeah uh, we let we let them make it we let them do it and then, and then canceled we won't, it and then we and can't we'll let them sh- so at this point then the outcry for this should have been when the joker movie was announced not yeah. when it's about to air they've been working on this for a, that just the timing of it and, is and frustrating. this wasn't happening with taxi driver this wasn't happening with a lot of the movies that inspired this film so right. it's a really it's tricky how the more communication we have and the more we have the internet and twitter and all these things connecting people the more we have these outcries that it's the same kind of content. It's just louder voices. Furthermore, this was interesting that the U.S. military has been warned about uh, possible incel violence uh, with the Joker movie. Is a U.S. military, and they canceled the uh, interviewers aren't coming to the, the the premiere tomorrow. Like, there's no interview press, so they're definitely changing things. And that's what's really intense is like the military being aware. And this is specific to a type of person. Um, it's just like how do you make movies without worrying about all these things? And and like, what's the line you have to walk? For me, though, Koi, you're right, but I think we we need to keep living our lives because. You could get in a car and on your way to the movie get hit by another car. Yeah. You could walk out the door. So it And living in fear is how fear mongers want us to live. And the, and that makes them win. So Yeah. There's a lot of different thoughts in the chat. I'm seeing what you guys are all saying, people on both sides of this. And uh I, I think that no matter how you're feeling about this, it's valid to get it out there. And I appreciate you guys chiming in. If you are watching this or listening later on, let us know what you're thinking about the conversation so far, about Warner Brothers statement, about Jonah Hill and how you want to see him as Riddler or Penguin, about Jeffrey Wright, and if you think he actually is going to be Commissioner Gordon, and about our next topic, which is Mary Elizabeth. Elizabeth Winstead talking about Birds of Prey. Coy, how yeah. are you feeling about this movie in general? Is this hardcore on your radar right now? I uh, I'm excited because it's different. I really like all the bold weirdness it's going with. I didn't feel like it looked like any of the same of what I expected, so I'm excited. So who else is excited because it's different is Mary. She has a quote that she says, you can expect something really fun and a bit wild and totally unique. Every day we were there, we were doing something that just felt really weird and funny and unlike anything else I've seen before in this genre. It was incredibly exciting to get to do that. We really got to work. We just played and we had fun. So that makes me... I'm in. Yeah, that makes me excited. It doesn't really say much about what the movie... <laughs> There's nothing of context in that quote. It's just excitement, which I respect, because no NDAs were broken. And she was like, it's weird and unique, which I don't, sure. I don't actually even know what that means. The footage looks weird and unique. Yeah, The, the totally. blips we've seen, the poster is certainly like a bold, different take. I think it's likely that I enjoy this movie. I think it is also likely that from what I've seen, I enjoy this movie. I got to give a shout out. Actually, I just saw this peripherally. Uh, Casey Noirini. Breaking Bad is a perfect example for me of watching a character descend into a villain and that being a positive piece of art because it makes you appreciate what goodness people have even when they're being bad. But it's also interesting because we don't hear the we don't hear society being like my friend started is, making math. Yeah. And, and, and that did happen occasionally. I'm there were people that were inspired. I'm sure people watched it and were like 
wow, this is a money. But how far does it go until we start having things not get made because of those reasons? So I just wanted to shout out. I agree. Breaking Bad's a great example for why I'm excited for uh, Joker because I want to see that story told and I don't think it's cause for people to uh, try to have it not exist. Yeah. Also mentioning Sopranos and Dexter and yeah. there totally. Uh, Xenoar says, I feel good about Birds of Prey. I think I also feel good about Birds of Prey. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what to make of this one i don't know uh sure yeah why not and i'd rather be on board for something than not on board that's where i'm at and i've I've seen nothing that made me not on board so i'm i'm inherently on board you tell me there's a comic book movie coming out until you push me off the boat i'm on the boat uh dan v 900 says i have no confidence in birds of prey and it's not even a birds of prey movie i mean it's a harley quinn and her friends movie called birds of prey but i'm curious about the harley quinn movie i'm so curious about what percentage of the world can actually say the name of the movie i can't and one fabulous emancipation of one, one Harley Quinn fantastic. We're doing great. We're doing great. I host DC Movie News. <laughs> this movie. It's fine. When it's closer to coming out, we'll have the, the Why name. Why don't we call your friend we'll, Kevin Smith? Hey, Kevin, what say. do you, uh, Yo, you got? Let's go on tour. That's he, how he calls you. Yo, Coy. Yo, Coy. Dude, that was so weird. He's selling weed today. Uh, uh, great. It's the 27th at 420. There's a dispensary in West Hollywood, and Jay, you can buy weed from Jay and Silent Bob. Well, just another thing we have in common. Just then. helping out, Kevin. All right, let's talk a little bit about Jeffrey Dean Morgan, a name we haven't said on the show in quite some time. I feel like he was uh, he was coerced into saying this a little bit. <laughs> he's talking Flashpoint, guys, which is something he's talked before. It just hasn't been on the horizon for a while as the Flash movie went through many different changes Boy, and Flashpoint no longer seemingly exists. But he was asked about it and he and if he would want to play Batman in a Flashpoint type movie. I don't know anybody who really would say no to this opportunity. I'd prefer to not be Batman. Yeah, no thank you. Excuse me, no thank you. <laughs> not, not my thing. So he says, look, I don't know. I mean, if there's a chance that would ask me, I'd say yes. I think the Flashpoint story is, it's my favorite story. I would love to do it. But, you know, DC is DC. (laughs) And they're, you know, it's a constant... It seems like they're always kind of switching up who's running it and what they're going to do. So hopefully what I'd like to see is a little continuity with DC. Have them get on the track and then... Man, I'd be honored and love to do it more than anything. Woof with this statement. That quote is cold. He was trying so hard to stay PC, but then all of a sudden he was like, uh... Derail, derail, mayday, mayday. Like we were talking about this, Koi, when you are asked so many questions, you're talking all day. You know he didn't mean to phrase it like this. It just kind of slipped. And the heart of what he's saying I agree with, but how it came out and because of the pauses... He's probably frustrated, and it came out more than he probably wanted it to. Which is hysterical to me, because Cinema Blend's headline was, Yes, Jeffrey Dean Morgan still wants to play Flashpoint's Batman. Really, the headline of this should be, Jeffrey Dean Morgan lost all faith in DC? (laughs) Question mark. Jeffrey Dean Morgan says, quote, DC is DC. DC is DC. They're always switching up who's running it. That's not a good look when your actors that are part of your franchise don't know... That's why less connected Oof. movies. That's why do the movies that are the Batman separate from the universe. That's why make uh, Wonder Woman in 1984 and not in the present day. I think it's a great move. I loved the moment I realized Shazam was going to be its own animal and I didn't have to look for Easter eggs. Yeah. I liked the Easter eggs from the comics, but I didn't have to track down when's this going to happen. It was nice to not live in that space. And agreed. And also the references to Batman, Superman, yeah. action figures, whatnot. Having it be not Ben Affleck's voice, we still got Batman in a fun way. I agree. I agree. Uh, So shout out to Jeffrey Dean Morgan. We (laughs) believe in you. And if there ever is a Flashpoint movie, 
I don't think that's happening. <laughs> and you're our Batman if and there is, yeah, though. Yeah, we, we believe in you forever. <laughs> I, I do love him. He's Just, great. Yeah. Michael says Negan started to come out. It's true. He's, totally. he's walking dead press time. It makes sense. Totally what happened. Sorry about that, friends. All right, let's talk a little Suicide Squad. And instead of talking, actually, let's look because we got a cast photo. Uh, James Gunn put out a cast photo, and it's interesting because we already got the announcement with that image of all the cast members. Mm -hmm. And in this photo was not a lot of the ones uh, that were the biggest names. Your friend David Dalsmachian is making an appearance in here, though, which is great. Nathan Fillion. Uh, So a lot of of great people. It's nice to see that they're all smiling and working together. Uh, But this told me literally nothing. Absolutely not. Of course not. Yeah, I learned no new information, uh, and I'm not surprised by that. It's a smiling picture <laughs> of all it's of them. It's all but a selfie. And I saw people in the comments trying to really break it down, like, based on their clothing. But does this mean it's like, yo, this is their street clothes? That and... was the shirt Dave wore on Heroes. Yeah. Like, that's that's not a clue he's wearing. But a lot of people, I saw this too, they're like, there's a lot of different spots in that shirt. Polka dot man. <laughs> I love and hate the internet so much because that's a beautiful moment for someone to feel inspired, but also a beautiful moment to be like, I, guy, I mean, come on. You got to find the reality in it. It's so good. It's uh, so good. But uh, wait, is Sean Gunn's head is shaped? That's true. That's something. Does that mean something? Probably not. It means he plays a character that's bald or has a wig. One of two things. Or it means that they were not shooting at this exact moment and he, yeah like yeah this. but that's the only thing that i saw that was like maybe that's something but i don't know i also, don't know Nathan about Fillion's, like he's eight like 10 years younger than he was five years ago wait this is he got younger th- again 100 percent that but also his face looks like a different face <laughs> i don't know how to phrase that differently like doesn't his face looks either skinnier or longer i think think he's just getting in better shape i think he's like he looks younger and healthier more vibrant not in a plastic surgery way just like it literally looks like a his face doesn't look like his face anymore i mean this isn't me saying anything but he looks rather hell jordan right now what are you trying to say i always wanted to be hell jordan it's Uh, never gonna happen now can you please please understand what announcing hell jordan in the suicide squad (laughs) would do for the world just just that, like, all the shared universe stuff suddenly back and the problematic. The biggest of all Can time. You imagine? Yeah, like if doesn't tie in at all. James, he's just a Green Lantern. James Gunn's like, no, but I would like Hal Jordan in my movie. There's uh, a post-credit scene that like he's in this photo, but he's not in the whole movie, and then he's Hal Jordan at the end. That would be wild. Are we going to get a Green Lantern movie in the next ten years? Ten? Yes. Five? five? Probably not. Mm. I would. I think it's going to be the next wave once everything's more solidified. What do you guys think at home? Green Lantern movie in the next five years? And is that Green Lantern movie, in fact, Suicide Squad? <laughs> <laughs> the lamest rumor I could come up with because I'm like, sure looks like character I like. Oh, no. Breaking news. Oh, my God. That's I, how you we know got what? this covered, does it, I think. This is my problem, Duke. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is my problem, too. I need to remember. The Suicide Squad. Yes. Like, they're really screwing me by making it a different... It's the same movie title. And it's not The Joker, it's Joker. And it's The Suicide Squad. And I was calling it The Joker forever, and I'm calling it Suicide Squad. 
the, and I don't, I still don't know when I alphabetize my my libraries whether I should the or not the. I had to put Batman Begins with my Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises because it felt like the Dark Knight trilogy. But, but then it's like D, My B, OCD D. is like no, no it's a struggle. to that. And numbers, I, I, I either have a number section or by their letter. Like one is O. But then also I've been doing a lot of things by color recently. How do you find things? Uh, do you remember like, it's, ah, the green cover of 10 Things I About You? Kind of, but it's less about that and more about I would like pretty things. <laughs> Aesthetically, Aesthetically but for two hours you're like, where is my copy of A Knight's Tale? So usually I Google it. You Google the book to see what the you have to Google your own content to find it in your. So clearly your categorization is failing if you have to find your own work by the internet and then go to your physical media. Koi, I'm just saying. Koi, did I, I recommend this? I worry. Did I did I'm I say that it was the best trying way? To help. Just trying to help. Just letting you guys into my world a little bit. <laughs> Gosh, Koi and Ryan, who didn't stand up for me at all just now. I'm going to start categorizing my comics by which Shoot. cover I liked most. <laughs> I think I liked that Spider-Man cover. Is it halfway through the long box? Ooh, was the scorpion on it. Aesthetically, what does that do for you, Koi? Uh, it makes me feel warm. What's the warm section? Oh, different box. I see what you're doing, and I'm not going to fall for it. What I am going to do is get to my favorite time, because this is now about me. It's time for... It's time for yeah, baby. There it is. Drives, TV time. All the girls think Johnny's fine. Adam's cooking so divine. Also Mikey Christmas time. So true about all those things. News, it's time to talk. TV Checking in on Johnny. By the way, John Quasto killing it for WWE right now. He Just, texted me on my birthday, and it was good to hear from him. Uh, I like that boy. He's the absolute best, the cutest. Uh, also, checking in on the other co-hosts. I would give you an update, but unclear. <laughs> um, Mike Kalinowski is off scaring people somewhere. I think that's actually half true. Yeah, that might be real. And real. Adam Gertler is either making sausage, eating sausage, or being sausage. Selling the jazz? <laughs> I actually don't recall. Did Ryan, did he tell us where he was? I don't think so. Okay. I think he's got some kind of work. Work, sure. Right. Sausage jazz work. Sausage I don't know. Work. I literally made that up. Let's talk a little Arrowverse right now. There's a few different things to mention going on in the Arrowverse. Again, we've got a crisis update because we can't do anything but update on crisis. Uh, a few different crisis things. Number one, did you or did you not see Michael Rosenbaum's tweet about why he will not be in crisis? I did, and I I completely understand. I like empathize so like I get it. He had to get ahead of it and I would have probably done the same thing. And that's so hard because he loves Smallville like fans in the world. I want you to know that I just typed Michael Rosenbaum into Google and what popped up first was Michael Rosenbaum isn't going to be jerked around anymore, which yeah. is just, just epic. That's Thanks, Google. Thing. Uh, so he will not be joining this crossover because they did not tell him how much money or how long or any details or anything or anything. And he had decided to turn it down. Uh, partially, I'm OK with this because actors got to act and workers got to work. And this is a job and yeah. you need to give somebody some time to make decisions. Partially, I'm not because I'm a massive super fan and I would love to see him there. So he, I, I have a yes to both of those because he is my Lex Luthor hard stop. Me too. He's my favorite. Me too. Because of that, I'm glad he didn't agree to it because if it was going to be a half written scene that he didn't like and that's the last time we saw Lex, I'd much rather have it be, we have this fond memory of what Lex Luthor is to us. If he came back and it was like a badly written scene or didn't feel like Lex. Yeah. It would have broken my heart. But I don't know. I'm kind of one of those better than nothing 
You'd rather, but like, what if it was awful? What if he was like dropping to his knees and yelling no, like a Vader moment? Like, what if he didn't have any? What if he didn't have anything? But what if it was not? That's the awful. What if. Yeah, but you're what ifing me. I'm, I'm saying he needed to know. Ah, uh, okay. As an actor, you don't just sign on to something that's gonna bring back the legacy character you're most known for and potentially ruin it. I, I guess, I guess. But you know, if we're gonna bring back things, then we might as well bring back Brandon Ralph. Oh, we might as well because he deserves it. Yo, this costume, Perfect. this. Picture. I will say it looks like a fan pick in the best of ways. It's campy. It's bright. It's uh, just what you would think Brandon Routh would look like in this uh, costume. And I'm here for it. I'm a little surprised that they dropped it this early on, especially for Comic Con. Yeah, I'm really surprised New York, York Comic Con. We have like months still. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. We've still got October and November, and this is mid December. So yeah, it's the end of the year. We, we got we, some. It's a quarter away, and we now we're seeing this. I'm not mad about that because there's so many things that are going to continue to drop. But I am a little surprised, and like you said, I would think this would be a big Comic Con reveal. I think they're filming something outdoors next week, and they're going to they like, have okay, paparazzi photos. I think exactly. they're literally filming, so they're like, let's release the one that has good lighting. Well, real quick, y'all, when it comes to this looking like a fan pick, Brandon Routh actually just put a new photo on his Instagram that looks like this. Ooh. Okay, so that doesn't look like a fan pick at That's all. That cool. looks like a badass pick. Yeah, it's pretty badass. This That's is what cool. I was talking to some people earlier today, though, um, when I was over on Screen Junkies, and we do feel like the emblem is slightly high. Do you feel that way? The collar's a little narrow. It's, it just seems so close to his chin. It is very high. It's very high. The whole collar is up. Is, yeah. I see what you're saying. Which, but it's very slimming. It's, which is okay. I just... You know, maybe like a scotch down. Well, what do you guys think? It's too late now. Uh, Seattle says, like a navy blue. Yeah, I like the navy blue too. It's a good look on him. I love the belt. That's my favorite part. Once I saw the salt and pepper hair, then I immediately was like, oh, wait, he's wearing the, he's yeah. wearing the underoos and the belt. Agreed. Kenneth says, I like Brandon Rouse Kingdom Come Superman costume. It's a mix of old and new. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. Garth says, I hope Brandon Rouse Superman meets Brandon Rouse Ray Palmer slash the Adam. That would be interesting. You think that they're going to do that, Koi, where we have both of them? I feel like that might get to the hokey line. I want it. I'd love that moment. But I think the character type, like this, the first image we got, the, the one you thought looked photoshopped uh that to me like reads as an alex ross lighting choice it feels very regal and you feel the history the weatheredness the maturity of kingdom come superman yeah and i feel like that character juxtaposed with meeting someone that looks just like him would take away that regality and that that poise okay all right i i could see it i could see it all and it's not the last that we're gonna hear again about crisis because every single day i mean there was a new there was somebody announced to play um a new Adam, possibly, and we're we're going all over the place. It's the end game. It's exciting. Like yeah. it's their big like team up of everything ever. And then the other thing that I forgot to put in the rundown, Koi. I wonder if you if you've heard anything about this. Is that there's going to be a possible new Arrowverse spinoff with Canaries? Yeah, I've been calling it the Canaroverse. Okay, I like that. That pause is worth it. Well, no, I like, I just think that I like what you just said better than I like (laughs) the whole concept of this. So you guys know, for better or worse, I have watched every single CWDC show to its completion. Impressive. I'm, I'm there. I'm in it to win it. I'm doing the damn thing. Probably the worst part of Arrowverse currently is when we flash forward to the Mia Smoke storylines i'm just not caring and the reason i'm not caring is because i know arrow is ending so why are we flashing forward now you know so this is a reason to care i suppose but i'm i still don't (laughs) 
So that's a problem. And similar, Maybe they'll fill in those spots. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I don't know. Who is this for? Because if it's not for me... Who's watching? Who, I think it's for the Arrow fans that are upset that Stephen Amell leaving means all those actors are gone. Because all those actors in the Arrowverse, especially in Arrow specific, they're all about those characters. And a lot of them have said, like, if we had the opportunity, we'd play it in The Flash. We'd play it over here. Right. So this gives them an actual show to do it without Stephen. And remember, like, when he first announced he was leaving, he said he'd love if everyone could carry on doing the show without him. And they teased an idea of doing an Arrow show without Arrow. Remember, they, they had quotes saying they wanted to. Yeah. And now they have. But I would rather a Diggle show. I mean, that'd be great. Give me a Diggle show. I, do I... Uh, when Katie Cassidy was introduced to the Arrowverse, people couldn't stand her. Yeah, do you remember, remember that? that? They did not like her. Kickback. She was coming over from Gossip Girl as this villain, and they did not like her at all. Yeah. Then they finally killed her off and then went with this like more evil Black Siren thing, and people were like, yeah, we dig her. Similar things have been happening with Kat McNamara, yes. who is playing Felicity Smoke's daughter. I like, I like her a lot, too. I actually am not one of them who's bothered by it well, at all. Great. I think she's excellent, but there's been a similar pushback to her. So it's just funny to me that two of the three main characters in this spinoff are two people who initially were introduced to people and everybody was like, nah. But look at all the kickback in Batwoman. Like, they're clearly just going to make the content that they want to make and then be like, you're going to get on our team and you're going to watch it. Here we go. Like, well, Coy, as we all know, she clearly was not lesbian enough. I mean, so, only geez. in real life and on screen. Only in every possible way you can be someone. <laughs> only as an actual ally by being one and being an ally to them publicly. No, no, not enough. Not enough for us, Coy. It's uh, 2019. I love that that actress is a lesbian that has been outspoken about it from the beginning. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm playing a lesbian in character and then it was like how is anybody upset yeah yeah uh, i hope ruby rose looks at everybody and is like suck it yeah and all figures of that word i'm really indifferent to her as an actress uh because like i didn't necessarily dig her in john wick i'm like i'm indifferent i get but that i like what she stands for more than her acting so i'm excited for the people that are mad to be mad Stick because i think man. some people deserve to be mad yeah. so that's like her as an entity makes me happy like oh look you piss off people that need to be pissed off go agreed agreed going back i, I don't even know if i mentioned that linda carter might be reprising that's her role cool. in the arrowverse Wonder Woman. Just curious how they're going to do this, though, now that she is in... I guess they're doing it with... Here come. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, I mean, time travel. She's different times. No, I'm saying that the fact that she's in Supergirl as the president. <laughs> same as Adam. Uh, same like, thing, yeah. They, uh, they they don't give an F no. right now. Like, I mean, Legends of Tomorrow. Like, they haven't given it. an F in a bit. I honestly don't care. I think it's great. We're all here for it. I'm We're here all for it. And the audience that's watching are the people that are like, yes, I don't care how you get to this point, get to this point. I completely agree. I'm not mad about it at all. And I I don't understand how every single casting announcement has made me more excited. Like, every time they drop somebody, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It's but, magic. Yeah, it, it totally is. And um, I want Justin Hartley to be Green Arrow and have a Green Arrow versus Green Arrow moment. I want it so bad. I want it so bad. Because oh. This Is Us is my leg. Whew. Me too. I, I like. I need that show. I miss it. Drop the new episodes this week. I watched it yet. You <gasps> missed it. I haven't seen the premiere yet. I just realized in this moment. Wait, I was just going to say a spoiler because I'm a Hulu oh, watcher, good. so I have to wait till the next day. Now I know. Oh man, I know what I'm doing tonight. I also like that going on in the super chat right now. I'll just say that uh, Ivan Soto says, "Roxy preacher question: Do you feel Hitler is being glorified?" And and YouTube is not letting that appear because <laughs> wow. So good for you, YouTube, yeah, for not YouTube letting is, that be uh... there. Um, I actually haven't watched Preacher this season. I will say so. I think that in previous seasons, he was. There were some issues with how they were portraying Hitler. Yeah, yep. uh, but it's a 
weird comic book. And again, uh, as a Jew, I am a lot. Some they have a Jew on the team. Like it's it's not like people are like this is our way of showing you Hitler's actually good <laughs> mind melding. So I'm okay with it all. Anyway, that's our show for the day. Tons of uh, Sam Whitmer also should come back. Thank you, Seattle. Sam's awesome. I, I agree love that. with that. I I think he's a little busy right now. But yeah, you know, whatever. Being everyone in Star Wars. Yeah, but if we can get uh, Tom Walling there, then we can get anybody pretty much being everyone in Star Wars. Facts. <laughs> Koi, in the meantime, in all of the five thousand and twenty nine places that you are, again, including. Uh, Kevin Smith's backyard being his BFF. Where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Collider Heroes every week. You can find me on Comic Book Shopping, which the next one drops on October 1st with Kevin Smith. Very excited. Tuesday, October 1st, me and Kevin go comic book shopping. Uh, you can find me here sometimes. Find me on Twitter and Instagram, and I post all the stuff. I try to do like 10 shows a week. Can we just talk about how you got Jake Gyllenhaal on that show? I went to London. You went, like, not only did I get you Jake Gyllenhaal. You sound like you're from London. I went to, and I ran into Russell two days before and asked him where to go in London. So I got recommendations from Russell Brand when I was going to London with that playing in my head. You know that you just referred to him as Russell, first name basis. I just want to be clear I on that. I did, and now I regret it because you called me out and I was hoping it would breeze by, but the internet would have found it anyway. Russell yeah. Brand told me where to go in London before I went there with Jake Gyllenhaal. Is that enough names to drop? I think I, not. No, definitely not. And now Kevin Smith's dropping your name. Kevin also dropped the Jake episode on his episode, and I was like, oh, that's true. That did happen. And then it made it way more like oh this is real you're legit yo you're legit also very legit at John Quasto follow him and all the WWE stuff that he's doing at Mike Kalinowski at Adam Gertler at Ryan Nelson underscore? underscore? Yeah. Yeah. Underscore's at the end? She, yeah, I yeah. need to change it. All right, all it's, right. That's why it's tough to remember. At Roxy Stryer. <laughs> that's just the truth. It's just challenging <laughs> for me. We'll be here next week, guys. We love you. See be you a picture time. person. Be a picture person, I guess. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.